What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So everybody's team has played by now. Opening day was yesterday. You know, opening day delivered a little bit of everything. So I'm just going to go through a recap of some of the big moments. I mean, there were a lot of them, a lot of good ones. Um, I mean, right off the bat, I, I would say social justice was a theme. You know, every every game featured both teams holding a 200-yard black cloth along the baselines during a pregame ceremony. This was a statement of unity. And many players across the league wore Black Lives Matter t-shirts during BP. And we saw some players take a knee during the national anthem. This is something that's going to happen. Um, this is just going to keep happening. Um, it's it's not going to go away. Um, if, you, if you don't want to see it, I guess uh, wait until the first pitch and then, then tune in. Otherwise, you could look away. It's, it's, it's up to you. Um, nobody's forcing you. But um, on to baseball, uh, Shane Bieber. I'm going to start with him. I'm going to start with him. I mean, this guy dazzled for the Indians yesterday. I mean, he's not a household name yet, but he's he's rapidly approaching that status. I mean, we remember him being the uh, MVP of the All-Star game last year. But yesterday against the Royals, this dude was absolutely filthy. Um, I mean, he, he's 25 years old and he, he's young. He's looking like the, the next ace of the Indians. Uh, 14 strikeouts in six innings in his first opening day start, which is yesterday. And, um, yeah, he was absolutely filthy. The Royals swung and missed 21 times against them. They struck out 18 times overall. Um, that's the most a team has ever struck out in a nine-inning game on opening day. But if you go back, you know, looking back at, you know, last year, in his last 34 regular season starts, Shane Bieber has allowed two earned runs or fewer, 22 out of those 34 starts. So he's off to a great start, picking up right where he left off from last year. Another pitcher who threw really well last night was Kyle Hendricks. Um, I mean, he, he was he was a stud, the professor. Um, I mean, 103 pitches for a three-hit shutout of the Brewers. The Cubs won this game three to nothing. And not one of his 103 pitches touched 90 miles an hour, yet he threw a shutout. So you don't need Velo if you have the kind of command, pinpoint command, and can change speeds like the professor, Mr. Kyle Hendricks. And um, he's, a, he's a reminder, uh, a throwback in a day and age where it's all about velocity that, you know, it's still possible to, to pitch. Of course, you know, he's, he's hard to find. Guys like that are hard to find, but, you know, he's able to do it uh, with, you know, upper 80s Velo. But, um, yeah, I mean, three-hit shutout, three-hit shutout. That, and all three were actually by the same hitter, Orlando Arcia. We'll talk about him in a moment. Next is Luis Robert. He had a MLB, his MLB debut yesterday, and, um, yeah, he showed off some of those loud tools. I mean, he's, I mean, he's a 22-year-old outfielder, extremely strong. I mean, this dude, he turned on the very first pitch he saw in the majors, for a 115.8 mile an hour single. I mean, only one player on the White Sox had a harder hit ball in all of 2019. That was Jose Abreu with 117.9. But that exit velo coming on the very first pitch he saw in the big leagues, Mr. Luis Robert um, welcoming himself to the big leagues. Yoenis Cespedes is back, ladies and gentlemen. He became the first National League designated hitter to homer in you know, in this season. I mean, this is the season where we have a, a universal DH, a National League DH. He was the first, 
in an NLDH to Homer this season. He had a seventh inning shot to give the Mets their only run in a one nothing victory over the Braves. Jacob deGrom took the mound for the Mets. He looked really good as usual. But, you know, this is huge for Cespi because, I mean, when was the last time Mets fans saw this? I mean, it's been two years since they saw him go yard in a Mets uniform. And in his first game back, you know, off that injury, he hits a bomb. Uh, I mean, Cespedes is a good player. He's a good player. I mean, he's having to manage, you know, the, the lingering effects of that injury. But, you know, hopefully he can stay healthy enough and keep doing this all year long. But, um, yeah, I mean, Jacob deGrom and three relievers combined on a three-hit 15-strikeout shutout for the Mets yesterday. They beat the Braves yesterday one nothing. The new-look Reds. The new-look Reds were getting some return on investment on some of their new acquisitions uh, Mike Moustakis, Nick Castellanos, guys like that. Um, I mean, Joey Votto's looking to bounce back this year. I mean, the the trio of, of those guys, the three of them, Moustakis, Castellanos, and Votto, they combined for six hits, including homers by Moustakis and Votto. Uh, Moustakis absolutely went off yesterday, by the way. He went off. I mean, this is this is a guy who's kind of slept on, in my opinion. Um, he's always been a good hitter. Uh, the market never really liked him. Like, whenever he was a free agent all those times, I think he's been a free agent, like, what, like, like two, three times, and he was just had to settle for one-year deals twice until he finally got this multi-year deal with the Reds. But he continues to to hit every year. He's going to give you 35 bombs. You can book it. Uh, take that to the bank for Mike Moustakis. The Blue Jays kids are going to be just fine. Kevin Biggio, um, he went deep yesterday. Um, you know, Bichette, Biggio, Guerrero. Um, Travis Shaw, they, they were hitting one through four, and all these guys are sons of big leaguers. And, um, yeah, I mean, yesterday you saw a three-run bomb off the bat of Kevin Biggio at Tropicana Field. Uh, Guerrero and Bichette also had hits, and, you know, the youth movement in Toronto is looking good. Who knows? I mean, this year, extend, expanded playoffs, we'll see. Could they, could they be in the mix come October? In Houston... We had Mr. Kyle Lewis. He he hit a home run off of Justin Verlander yesterday. You know, we're talking about young kids. I mean, this dude was giving the Mariners a glimpse of the future. He's 25 years old. He's a huge part of the Mariners farm system. And um, it's his first opening day start, but he, he went yard with a second inning homer off of Verlander, 438 feet to left field. That's the longest home run Verlander has allowed since he was still in the Tigers. It was an absolute bomb to left field. You know, towards the train tracks in Houston. Just thought I would mention that because I saw that video. I was like, wow, that was, I mean, that's something to keep an eye on. Obviously, the Mariners are not going to scare anyone this year, but Kyle Lewis is, is a name to keep an eye on just because of his raw power, if, if not anything else. Max Kepler. Max Kepler went deep on the first pitch of the season yesterday uh, off of Lucas Giolito. And then an inning later, he had another one. He had two bombs. So he's the first player in Twins history to homer in his first two ABs of a season. And, um, I mean, it seems like he's a guy who always hits him in bunches. And, you know, once he has a pitcher's number, he ambushes that guy. I mean, he did this to Trevor Bauer last year where he was just absolutely um, ambushing him for multiple home runs on a couple occasions. And the walk-off grand slam that kind of put a bow on opening day this was Matt Olson last night for the A's I mean he put an absolute exclamation point on the night I mean how else would you want to end opening day what a great way to finish it a walk-off grand slam in the 10th inning against the Angels 
And this was the first time we saw, you know, this new extra inning rule where we get an automatic runner on second base to start, you know, extra innings. Uh, this was actually Shohei Otani. He was the first time he, he was the first player uh, to become an automatic runner in extras. You know, it's the it's the the batter who made the final out of the last half inning or, or the last inning that that gets to uh, be that runner. But um, Matt Olson, I mean, he made sure to drive in that automatic runner and then some. I mean, this dude, he took a pitch from the lefty reliever Hobie Milner into the seats, and he's the first player to hit a walk-off grand slam on opening day since Jim Presley did so in 1986. But this is uh, this is interesting because the Angels actually couldn't capitalize on the fact that they had you know, they had that extra runner in the 10th inning. So Shohei was was there on second base, but then he got caught in a rundown during a fielder's choice. And then, you know, uh, the Angels then left the bases loaded. So that that's that's a interesting twist to the rules. Obviously, just because you have a runner on second base doesn't mean you're going to score him. And, um, yeah, I think it makes games more interesting. I think that was a very interesting game last night. I didn't get to watch it live. I mean, it's a West Coast game, and, you know, those usually go, obviously, depending on where you live. But um, I didn't get to watch it to the end. But looking at the highlights and Matt Olson touching them all for a grand slam, uh, I'm sure his his um, his stats are going to like the fact that he gets that, you know, extra RBI opportunity with the extra run in there. So that's going to do it for opening day. More baseball today. If you enjoyed this, Please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.